Do you wish your life away waiting for Friday? Do you dread Sunday nights and Monday mornings? My wife and I have spent over a decade building an online business while raising a family. I quit my cubicle job to live the life I wanted, to experience freedom, and we want to help you do the same. We're Chris and Laura. Welcome to Fearless Together. So they say that variety is the spice of life, but does that also apply to like unexpected challenges? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, in our last episode, we talked about like the medical issues, us losing our fear of stability because we realized it was mostly an illusion. And then finally being able to um, leave the job and not be too terribly scared of the, um, the outcome. And you'd think that that was like the end of it. Everything, you know, kind of followed along a normal path, but there were actually some unexpected challenges, including like one unexpected challenge that we probably never, ever would have thought would be a problem. Not at all. Right. It, like, it, it, it was so surprising to me that I, that we've designed a whole podcast for it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, cause so when you leave a job, there are a lot of um, typical challenges that you expect, right? You, you're going to have less income um, and that leads to some stress. Right. And then um, you're going to have changes to how you're saving for the future, right? Like you no longer have the employer 401k or a pension plan. Um, and then changes in health insurance. And those are just like a, a few of like the, the basic ones. You expect them. Yeah, you expect them. I mean, you know, one of the ones that we did was we had to start um, an LLC for our business. And you know, that wasn't really unexpected. You, you know these things, you know, or hopefully you know these things once you set out on your own. So it, it seemed like things were going swimmingly until we kind of came upon the fact that there was one major challenge that we never would have expected. And I'll let you go ahead and say what that challenge is. Like, let's just get it out there on the table. Well, now I feel a lot of pressure to, you know, keep everyone waiting. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, some, we figured backstory real quick. You're working full time at your job and you're commuting to work and commuting back home and, Goodness, you're you're probably away from us for, you know, what, 50 plus hours a week? Yeah, I'd say like on like a light week, we were like 45-ish hours, but up to like 55 sometimes. Some weeks were like a bunch of car accidents and everything would tie me up. I mean, we might be approaching 60 hours in some weeks. So we had just this idea. It was like this. It was perfect, right? You were going to leave your job where you're spending 50, 60 hours a week there. And instead you were going to be able to do 50 or 60 hours a week on our business Matt. or even, or even 30 or 40. You were, you were going to be able to come home and just get to work. Math checks out. Yes. Yes. That is definitely not how it happened. Not at all. Um, you know, we, we work online and so we, we both stay at home. We've got our five children, you know, we homeschool, mm -hmm. um, we have our two oldest kids, um, doing kindergarten, you know, they're doing kindergarten. And then, um, you know, with us being, um, at home together all day, it can be hard to kind of prioritize work and business. It all kind of blends together. You don't have that like very specific divide of, 
you know, dad's leaving the house at 5 a.m. Sometimes before the kids are even awake. Yeah. You know, um, and then coming home after work and then that's it. You know, there's that's a very specific divide in your day. But when dad's downstairs on the laptop, it's like, well, that's just dad downstairs on the laptop. But you don't think about what he, you know, the work he's doing. No. Or if I'm up at my desk, you know, it's easy to just go upstairs. Um, so you start losing kind of that divide between home and work. And, um, you know, you, you, you almost start to have this, you feel like you have this trade off of like, if, if you're working and only working on the business stuff, you're not like paying, you almost feel like you're stealing time from your kids. Right. It, yeah. It feels like that, you know, you're, they want to play with you. They want your attention. They want to like talk to you and show you things. And of course you're sitting on the computer trying to, you know, get through an article that you want to get published on your site or, or whatever it is that we're doing at the time. And it's like, I've got to work right now. I I want to play. I want to do this puzzle with you. But I am doing some work right now, you know. And, and it's really hard to, to find a balance there. Yeah, and, you know, and the kids don't understand really what work is. Like, How do you explain is, it to, you know, a It's like, group so then of, it's just something boring that mom and dad do, like, voluntarily. <laughs> like, you know, I've tried to explain to them, like, how money works and buying things and going places but um you know they they're just but this kids. puzzle needs to get done <laughs> yeah, you know exactly. like it's got to be done now bubble time is you can't do it at night you got to do bubble time right now and 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 you wanted help too right i mean it's like five kids and we're not doing this like 1920 style of like husband goes to work wife stays home and watches the kids and no i was i was at home like while you were at, at work I'm at home, I'm trying to take care of the house and raise the kids and teach them. And I was wanting to do work on our business too. And so, yeah, when you quit your job, it was like, yes, I've got a helper. <laughs> and and it's an adult. <laughs> it's an adult, someone I'm going to be able to talk to. Like, it doesn't have to be about Disney Junior like shows anymore. I have someone to talk to. And so, yeah, I was, I was excited to have you home. I mean, of course, I, I finally, it's what we had been working so hard to, for. You were going to be able to be home. You were going to be able to have breakfast, lunch, and dinner with us and spent all this time with us. So I was really excited. Yeah. And, you know, so we realized, you know, uh, and, and it came, it basically came down to me kind of going, Hey, so like this whole being home thing is like super duper cool, <laughs> We um, love it. <laughs> but, uh, I'm not getting a lot done. And, um, I, I kind of laid out a lot of the difficulties that I was having and kind of tried to give like honest time estimates. Like, I think I, I don't remember cause this was, was a little while ago. I've been, I've been done with my traditional job for a year now. But um, I want to say I was estimating that maybe I was getting like 10 hours in a week. It was, it's like pitiful, the amount yeah. of actual work time I was getting. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> you know, and that was jarring for Laura, you know, to hear because it's. I thought, yeah, we were going to be like 40 some hours. It was going to be an even trade. <laughs> yeah, and it was not at all. So, you know, we had to make changes, obviously. Like the business can't grow properly with one person putting in 10 hours a week. And you need to do more. You need to you know have more input in order to to keep that business growing. Mm -hmm. And ten hours a week isn't going to cut it. No. I mean, if you think about you know when I, we're probably managing, I don't know, something like six or seven properties at the moment 
actively, you know, what can you do with 10 hours a week? You know, as far as like writing articles, publishing articles, it's just, you can't get a lot done. No. You know, so we, we knew we needed to get more work done than ever. And, and most of it happened, uh, like we, we came up with systems and, you know, it, it required, like I went upstairs and I worked at my desk, you know, we came up with some training, lots of training materials and basically tried to like design a system. And then we started hiring people, which was a like, for the most part, a first for us, we, we had hired a, a couple, like just one off yeah. tasks that like here and there, you know, do like small projects. We've hired people, but it was like, this was the first time that we like had a system and we were planning to like hire people indefinitely. Like this was indefinite work. Right. For, Instead of project based is what I was trying exactly. to say. Yeah. And so we built out these systems and then we like hired uh, some writers in it. We started out with just an editor and we're like, okay, let's, let's have this person go through our system, see how it works, go through our training, kind of be our guinea pig. And she did great. And then we brought on some writers and um, and brought them into the system and just kind of had our editors and our writers working together. And, uh, and the system overall went really, really well. Um, and the beautiful thing about this is uh, most of the work happens while we sleep. We've hired a lot of workers in, in different countries on the other side of the world. And um, and it's it's fantastic to know that, like, OK, we go to bed. And our team is like waking up and doing fantastic work for us. And this is all stuff that like, otherwise we would have had to be doing. Mm -hmm. And I'm not sure we would be able to do, you know, because we're still trying to work through some of the challenges with our time and our, our scheduling and, you know, trying to find that balance between family and work time. But it's, it, it, having help has definitely taken a lot of the, the stress off of us. Oh, absolutely. You know, and so um, having the writers and the editors and this um, awesome business system working um, really well is is fantastic. And it lets us our business kind of run itself a little bit while we now get to work on a schedule for ourselves that can help operate our household and help operate our business and separate those two things better so that we can do more of that like strategic, you know, future planning. Like the yeah. what our team is doing right now is kind of the. Um, uh, they're just kind of taking care of the day-to-day stuff that needs to happen for our business to continue kind of moving along mm-hmm. and, and growing. But we we now are freeing ourselves up to kind of do the visionary work that... The expanding on what we've already built. Exactly. And the future of our business, which is what this podcast is going to help, um, help kind of document and help you guys follow along so that you can avoid some of the pitfalls that we fall into. Hey, hey. Let's hope only good stuff. Only good stuff's going to happen. Everyone speak we're it out now. Gonna, you know, we're only going to try the like best stuff. <laughs> you know, so we're working on the schedule and implementing that to give us more work hours during the day so we don't have to cram as much at night. Ironically, we're recording this at night because the kids are asleep, you know, but um, it was just a huge achievement, I think, for us to like hire a team of people, have the, these great writers and editors helping us out. It was something that we really needed, and I'm I'm so thankful that this realizing we needed the outside help, like yeah. it, it's really changed our business now. It has, and I think that it's also helped us to be more creative and grow as as business people. You know, there's a great book. Uh, I'm just putting this out there for anyone listening to this um, called Cashflow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. And he wrote that huge book that everyone pretty much knows about called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. But um, it's a book called Cashflow Quadrant. 
And he basically explains that um, income is kind of split up into four uh, quadrants, if you will. And you've got the um, employee quadrant, the self-employed quadrant, the business owner quadrant, and then the investor quadrant. And he says that um, the employees are the ones that like, get taxed the most and pay all those extra things. And and so uh, an employee can move into like a self-employed um, quadrant and, you know, kind of be their own business person, but still everything like is on their shoulders. So you think mm-hmm. of like doctor's offices, attorneys, and like all those types of businesses. Like where they can't step away. Where they can't step away. Everything, like if they are not there, the business stops functioning. And then in the B quadrant for the business person quadrant, those are the people that have successfully implemented business systems. And they, those are the people that are like, they're able to scale their businesses, make their businesses huge. And the businesses basically can operate whether they're there or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you've got the investor quadrant, which is completely outside of what I'm talking about here. But uh, <laughs> So it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No, I mean, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, your real estate investors and people that basically are like having their money work for them. But um, this was kind of a huge step for us moving from the S quadrant to that B quadrant, because once the business can function without everyone like waiting around going, what do Chris and Laura say? You know, that's when you finally have started to really hit scale Mm -hmm. and you can start growing that business far larger than we ever could by us pounding out words on our keyboards ourselves. There's only so much we can do. There really is. So this was definitely a huge growth moment for us. And we probably, I, I certainly didn't realize it at the time that this was kind of, we could probably point to that moment and go, this was us moving from the S quadrant to the B quadrant for all the mm-hmm. people that have read that book. <laughs> now, so by recognizing the need for outside help, it forced us to create a bunch of like training videos and procedures so we could hire help. And uh, for anyone that's interested in that subject, we will cover that in future episodes um, you know, we'll maybe set out, set aside a week or so, um, just specifically for that particular subject, um, because it's a very important part of business and, um, and it's made such an impact to us so, so quickly, massively. And, and it doesn't have to be super expensive. I think that's the other big, um, takeaway that we learned from this is, um, we did this in a very economical way and that'll be attractive. I think. Um, because I think one of our biggest mistakes, I guess this is some bonus uh, stuff for anyone who's still listening, but um, one of the biggest mistakes for me, in my opinion, about our business was I didn't hire help sooner. I really wish that I would have hired help way before we got to this point. Um, a lot of people say hire when it hurts, and I'm kind of, I, I guess I go against the grain on that. I would rather... We did hire. We hired when it hurt. But we wished we had we definitely wish we would have hired sooner. Um, it would probably would have allowed us to scale faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you get to learn those lessons earlier on. And it's it's just, if you get the opportunity to, I would hire people uh, before you truly, truly need At it. least just a, just a single person. Just a single person. person. Yeah, yeah get your, dip your toes in that water. See how cold it is. <laughs> <laughs> you all have a great night and thanks for listening to Fearless Together. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Fearless Together. Make sure you subscribe and learn more at fearless.fm. That's F-E-A-R-L-S-S dot F-M. To your continued success.